Welcome to the Zen Stoic Path. In this episode, we're going to be going through a very important lesson from the Stoic philosopher Marcus Aurelius. Now, for those of you who don't know who Marcus Aurelius is, Marcus Aurelius is one of the most prominent Stoic philosophers. And one of the reasons why his words were so powerful is because of the position that he was in. Now, the position that one is in life in terms of their title or their vocation does not define them as a person. But in Marcus Aurelius's case, he stood up against the whole notion of absolute power corrupts absolutely. And he did this through Stoic philosophy. Because for those of you who don't know, Marcus Aurelius was one of the great Roman emperors. And as a Roman emperor, he was the most powerful man in the world. He had everything at his fingertips, whether he wanted to indulge in the pleasures, whether he wanted to exercise his power, whether he wanted all the riches and all the material goods that he could possibly take in, he was able to do that. He had the power to just snap his fingers and everything would be there in front of him. So he used Stoic philosophy as a way of balancing his soul. And in his book, which was not actually intended to be a book, Marcus Aurelius Meditations, there is something that he discusses called the characteristics of the rational soul. By the way, if you have not picked up this book and you are interested in learning in Stoicism, I highly recommend picking up Marcus Aurelius Meditations, the Gregory Hayes translation. If you're looking for it on Amazon, it has a red bird on the cover. So make sure you go pick up the Marcus Aurelius Meditations book, the Gregory Hayes translation. So the really interesting thing about this book is that this was Marcus Aurelius's personal journal that he would use to self-reflect, to write down his thoughts, to write down what he believed were most important and where he was able to practice his philosophy. And so he wrote on the characteristics of the rational soul. The rational soul has self-perception, self-examination, and the power to make of itself whatever it wants. The rational soul reaps its own harvest. It reaches its intended goal no matter where the limit of its life is set. It surveys the world and the empty space around it and the way it's put together. It delves into the endlessness of time to extend its grasp and comprehension of the periodic births and rebirths that the world goes through. The rational soul has affection for its neighbors. The rational soul is truthful. The rational soul has humility, not to place anything above itself, which is a characteristic of law. No difference here between the logos of rationality and that of justice. Marcus Aurelius so let's dive into these. Self-perception, self-examination, the power to make of itself whatever it wants. Marcus Aurelius being the Roman emperor, he technically didn't have to be accountable to anybody if he didn't want to be. He could have absolutely been a tyrant if that's what he chose. But instead, he chose to have a sense of self-perception, to examine himself, to examine his decisions and what he was doing to take ownership and responsibility for his role in things. Marcus Aurelius was not afraid to say when he did something wrong. He also realized that the rational soul reaps its own harvest. In other words, we get out of life and we get out of the self-work we do that which we put in. So we reap the harvest of the effort that we put into life. We reap the harvest of our intentions and what we're actually trying to do. Our intentions are something that we can technically hide from other people, but we can't hide them from ourselves. So if we're intending to do something that is wrong towards another person or manipulative, even if they never know or nobody ever knows, you know, and you reap the harvest of that which you intend. 
So whatever you're intending, remember, that is going to be part of what you get back. If you're intending on lying, manipulating, cheating, stealing, any of these things, that's the harvest you're going to reap. So it's to remember that everything is your own doing. And this is aligned with the notion of karma. Karma, in Buddhism, is technically meaning your own doing. It's not some kind of universal law system or justice system that is going to come back and be some external thing that punishes you. Anyway, the other thing that the rational soul does that Marcus Aurelius discussed is that it reaches its intended goal no matter where the limit of its life is set, meaning that the rational soul is committed to pursue its aims, to pursue its goals and move towards them, regardless of the obstacles that it encounters. It surveys the world and the empty space around it and how it's put together. So the rational soul contemplates the structure of the world, the structure of people with one another, not just focusing on itself, but thinking of others, thinking of the differences, the things to appreciate around the world, the structure of how all things are put together, the systems that carry our lives. The rational soul delves into the endlessness of time to grasp and comprehend the periodic births and rebirths that the world goes through. The rational soul understands that life happens in cycles. On a previous episode, we discussed the story of maybe. And when we think about that story of maybe, the rational soul aligns with that story because it realizes that the good and the bad, the pleasant and the unpleasant happen in cycles. And these are consistent births and rebirths. When something good happens, this is a birth. When something bad happens, this is almost like a technical death or the end of a cycle. So we must remember that these things happen in cycles. There is an ebb and flow to the world and the events within it. And this is part of the idea of delving into the endlessness of time and grasping and comprehending the periodic births and rebirths. This is like thinking of the four seasons. This is like thinking of spring, summer, fall, winter. These are just seasons. They just happen. They're not good or bad. They have their upsides, their downsides, or their pleasant experiences and their unpleasant experiences. But they are all important. They all have purpose. And the rational soul understands this. It doesn't get upset because it's cold outside. It just says it's winter. The rational soul also has affection for its neighbors. So Marcus Aurelius was big on this idea that human beings are made for each other. That kindness is something that you can always choose. You can always treat somebody fairly. You can always treat somebody with compassion. That is a choice that is left to you. The rational soul also expresses truthfulness, not just to other people, but to itself. Remember, you can lie to other people about what you're intending, but you cannot lie to yourself about your own intentions, and they will always be a part of your harvest. And the rational soul, finally, has humility. Marcus Aurelius, being the most powerful man in the world, would always remind himself, and even have some of his advisors remind him, that you are only a man. You are not a god. And this kept him humble. This allowed him to express humility. This allowed him to be a man of the people. For us to have humility is incredibly important. For us to have a sense of self-awareness and to realize when we're wrong, to realize that we have flaws and that is okay, it is part of being human. This allows us a sense of freedom. This allows us to express and live as the rational soul. <laughs>